Welcome to episode six of the Variable Podcast. This is your host, John Bragel, and this week I had the pleasure of speaking with Stockholm-based commercial director Per Hampus Stelhansky. Per travels all around the world directing commercial jobs for brands that I'm sure you're all familiar with. Meanwhile, he's a husband and loving father to his two children. So naturally, the topic that we chose to hone in on for this conversation is finding rhythm amidst travel jobs. Most people in our industry know the challenges of intensive travel jobs and travel schedules, but as a culture of filmmakers, we rarely talk about the real-life impacts that it can have on our personal wellness and further our home lives. Having lived through extensive burnout myself, my curiosity for this conversation comes from a place of eagerness to learn how filmmakers who are working at the peak of their craft manage to find ways to find rhythm in their lives amidst travel work. Thankfully, Per was kind enough to open up and share his story along with some insights about the relationship between his work and personal life. If this general topic is of interest to you, it's one that finds a way to pop up in the variable community almost weekly in our events. Everyone seems curious about how others manage travel work and their personal lives outside of work. All I can really say about the topic from my perspective is that the more the curtain is pulled back on this idea of rhythm or balance, the more I come to realize that nobody really has it figured out. And all we can really do as a community or culture of filmmakers is open up, share our experiences and form our best conclusions. As passionate filmmakers, there is really no easy answer. That's what I've found at least. And on that note, I'm going to jump right into this episode. Thanks again to Pear for opening up and sharing his story. I hope you all enjoy. If you can just take us back to the beginning and um, tell us how you found yourself in the position you're in today, traveling the world, directing commercials. I started snowboarding a lot when I was a teenager. And it's kind of like the classic story of, that I feel like a lot of filmmakers have, filming their friends, and we were making our own little snowboard movies. Um, and then that kind of that became a eventually that became a profession where I was making snowboard movies internationally, starting in like my first job, I moved to Austria and I, I was working at this uh, snowboard magazine that was it was a it was like a print magazine that it had a video component to it. That was like everything you could read in the magazine was also supposed to be on this DVD. And this was. I don't know, I'm so bad with years, but it was a, a long time ago. Uh, I mean, almost 20 years or yeah, more than 20 years. I think. Um, so I was just spending all the winters filming these athletes, um, either in like Europe or in, in cold places. And eventually I started shooting a lot in America. Uh, and then in the summers, I was like editing these videos. Um, so I was working for brands like kind of like Volcom and Quicksilver. And at the end, that was um, the last like snowboard movie I did was uh, I spent a year following like all of the Nike professional snowboard athletes. And I made like a little kind of like kind of like a feature documentary uh, about them and about snowboarding in general. Um, and then from there on, I was just trying to see what else that I what else I could do and by that time I was living in in California because that's where a lot of these um, uh, sport snowboard brands were um, so uh, yeah a lot of these the people that I worked with in on these brands eventually went to other sport brands and and that kind of led to making 
some super small kind of direct to client commercial for I don't know it's like a running or like boxing or like all these types of things and um and then I yes I was living in in Long Beach to south of LA and that's when I kind of started getting dabbling more into like commercials mm-hmm. uh, I think first I thought I was wanted to become an, an editor, uh, but eventually it became like commercial directing slowly. Uh, but then we had a kid. We were living living in California, and then it was like, oh, I don't know if this is the right thing to do. So we moved back to Sweden, and that's kind of when I actually started uh, directing more commercials, oddly, um, uh, because I started a a small production company with a friend that was, and this was kind of like the time where branded content was kind of a new cool thing. And like, I don't know, especially like cinematic branded content, whatever. Um, so we started this company called Atlas, me and my friend Henrik. Uh, and we had really like no idea what we were doing at all. Uh, but it was, a, it was kind of a, it was a really good learning ground and we were starting to get, we thought we were going to become like this company kind of like, I don't know if you know of the company brain farm, but they made like, you know, if Coca-Cola was going to make a commercial with action sports, they would go to brain farm and like give all their like whatever million dollars to them. And they would, um, and we wanted to do kind of a, a European equivalent of that. And on just the first job that we got, just kind of realized that we ended up doing a lot of these like branded content for like, non-sports stuff and we really enjoyed it um and then yeah after that started doing more and more um work but quite early started doing work outside of uh sweden or like our company was swedish we had like a swedish office and a norwegian office and did some work a lot of work in norway but then um quite early we started working abroad or i started working abroad pretty pretty early on various um commercial jobs and i think that's around the time when we met because i ended up uh, or both me and my partner there ended up getting an agent named nicholas that was representing us kind of kind of internationally uh and that's when um I met, uh, I mean, you and Tyler and, and Variable and eventually, yeah, joined Variable. And after that, it's just been like, yeah, just kept on making commercials. And that's primarily what I do now, mm-hmm. directing commercials. So, and it's kind of all over the place. So traveling's been something that is kind of like in your DNA, it sounds like, from when you started in film. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the last, I, th- I guess... For work, I've been traveling since I was 18 or like the last 20 years plus. So it's always been from, yeah, going from to the mountains and then eventually commercials. And because I rarely, now it's becoming a little more like I I rarely work in Sweden, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm starting to work a bit, a bit more now, but most of my, the work that I do are, it's like all over the place. It's anywhere from the U.S. to to Germany, to Taiwan, to, uh, yeah, it's all over the place. Do you still feel like you're 
drawn to traveling for work or do you just sort of do it out of necessity at this point? Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess that's also why we're chatting, but I mean, I think it's, it's both amazing, but it's also like super hard. It depends on how you look at it, but it's for sure. It's both. It's a necessity. And I also really love aspects of it for sure. I mean, it's amazing. Like getting to see the world and, um, and it's like a huge privilege. What would you say is like the, the biggest struggle you face with traveling for work, especially maybe if you could break it down, like, cause there's the phase where before you have kids, which I know some people on this call don't have kids. And then there's kids, which is another way of looking at it too. Is there a way to like decipher the difference between those periods of your life? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I started kind of working more after I had kids, like, uh, especially like, you know, this job I, I started after I had kids and like, I always think about like how amazing it would be to have this job and like not have like anyone to care for at home. I, like, I would go all the time. Like I said, yes to every job. And like, I'll go to China right now and shoot something. If someone asked me to, like, it'd be amazing. But like, you have to find a balance because I mean, ultimately it's like, it it's all about the balance where it's, uh, it becomes, you just can't like say yes to everything or you can't, uh, I mean, it depends on how much you work, but like you just have to find the balance. And I am really like, I, I find it so fascinating. Like so, some people seem to be able, they can work like all the time and still figure it out somehow. And like, I have always been, um, I, I like, I usually don't try to do two things at once. I usually always try to have like a healthy break in between jobs and like, sometimes that kind of collides because obviously you're like pitching and you get awards two months after and then like oh you have to be on a plane somewhere but for most of the time it's like trying to find a balance that's that works yeah and what does that look like for you for me it's uh it's quite simple for me um uh i, I mean I, I'm privileged that I, that I, I mean, get to do, I mean, get to go all these places and, uh, and I mean, now it sounds like I work all the time, but which I don't, but for me, it's about saying no and taking breaks. And like, I have kind of a, depending on <clears throat> kind of choose my jobs, trying to choose my jobs a bit wisely. Uh, and I rather like have less money and be able to just, I don't know, spend time with my kids or my wife or my friends or whatever and, and be okay with that. Uh, so I, for me, I, I do maybe try to do like five bigger campaigns a year or something like that. I mean, who knows, maybe, maybe some years, maybe I wouldn't want them to get that, but like usually saying no to a lot of things. And if I am, if I just did a job, I, I'll, um, I'll wait to say yes to another job or like try to choose a job that I really want to do it as well. I'm curious though, like as a director, cause you're having to pitch on so many things and you never know what's going to go through. Like that was always the nerve wracking thing to me when I was directing was yeah, like, yeah. feeling that like, Oh, I might get a couple things award. Like, I mean, it's a good problem to have, but 
like going from really one really intense job to another really intense job because you've already like pitched on it and the dates shift like how do you yeah. how do you manage those situations when um things don't really work out as you want them to from a from like a life balance standpoint yeah and i, mean, I also forgot to say like you know I, my wife also has she has like a kind of a gnarly job and i mean she has to be in an office and uh, and we have no no help where we live so like her family's my wife's american and she, they're they're in the u.s and my parents are uh six hours up north but i guess when it collides like it's a lot about you have to make kind of estimated guesses and and you also have to really i, I try as much as I, I can to like really put everything into the jobs that I take or that I take on. So like, if that's a pitch, you know, I guess that's also the fun part. I find it really fun. Like I could just work with pitching all day because I find it really fun to make decks and like all, I don't know, write about things and like come up with these. So I just try to first and foremost, like the jobs that I am gambling on, I try to put my, put everything into, um, and make as good as I possibly can, uh, because then it's a bigger chance that I would actually get it. I think uh, I also s sometimes make, you know, like look at a board and like, why are they even asking for me? And if I feel that's like, oh, I have there's no chance in hell that I'm going to get this, then I say no, mm -hmm. uh, unless I'm like really struggling for work or like trying to, you know, have to. If, if I have the luxury to 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 do that, I, I will, because when, if you find yourself in a, in a place where you're like, oh, I'm pitching three, four things at the same time, uh, and three happens, then, then like, that's, that's really hard, uh, obviously. Uh, and I, I, I actually, I asked my agent that the other day, because I was like, um, looking at some of the people on their roster, like it looks like, um, but how do they like, how can they do so many projects? And like, it seems like they're doing new, new jobs all the time. And he just said to me, like, you know, they do things, they say yes to everything and they gamble and like, you know, maybe some of them don't have a family and like, of course, maybe some do, but um, it's, I just try not to put myself in that situation as much as I can, but when it happens, and I guess it happened just a couple of months ago when I did like two big jobs back to back. And I mean, one was like a, uh, like an eight shooting day and like going straight from one job to the next and scouting. And like, I, that, that's really hard because I'm also like not the best at doing two things at the same time. So I just close my eyes and hope that it's going to be okay. And then like, wait for it to pass i guess mm -hmm. i tried also to kind of to, to get help but as in terms of like i don't know trying to get work with um, director's assistants or stuff like that but mm -hmm. i still haven't figured that out either mm -hmm. so yeah it's it's just really hard and then like i guess when it happens you just have to try to get through it yeah i feel like one of the biggest challenges from like the outside when we see directors on like Instagram and wherever just like constantly seeming to like constantly release stuff is yeah we never really know what their lives look like behind the scenes 
like you said, like some people that we really look up to, maybe they don't have families or maybe they do, or the family is not their priority or whatever their situation is. Like we have no idea like what their values are and um, how they stay true to them. So that's why I always find it interesting. Like, you know, learning from other filmmakers, like, okay, what are your values? Like, what does your home life look like? And how does that, how does that um, impact your output? And like the type yeah. of work, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I like my family for sure. Like I, I could care less about my career if I would have to choose any of like choose between a career and, and the family. Obviously you want to have both, but like they always will always come first. At the end of the day, I am just making commercials for products. <laughs> and like it's not that I mean it's nice to yeah, it's it's an amazing job but at the end of the day like you have to kind of see it for what it is i mean i'm curious about like you know when you get back from a shoot whether if it's just like one shoot that uh but yeah whether if it's one shoot or whether if it's back-to-back shoots like do you have any type of process or is it just like easy for you to get off a plane and get back to get back to <laughs> life and into that rhythm or like what what take us through what that's like no no it's it can be super hard i it's gotten easier for me because of covid Mm. because pre-covid it was like and i mean like uh, i um i mean with the exception of i do a lot of jobs that are outside of the u.s so a lot of the jobs that i do i have to be part of post and and you know oversee whatever grading and recording the voiceover and stuff like that so which is different compared to the u.s so before covid i usually had to go if i was doing a german job like they wanted me to sit in an edit room in germany uh for at least like offline presentation and yada yada ideally like the whole week and you go for um casting sessions and callbacks and but after COVID, the, the the travel jobs have just become shorter in terms of how many days you're abroad. So I really like that, and I'm also try I, I try to be um try to be smart about it as much as I can. Like I will probably if I can, I'll go scouting before, and then I come back and I'll do storyboards and stuff from home, and then I go for like go back for tech scout. And shoot so like because there's usually kind of a, a kind of a not a, uh, a a dead period in between but a little bit it can be but a lot of stuff can be done remotely so first i try to with every job as much as i can like compress the time away uh, as much as possible mm-hmm. because that puts the less you know at least the least amount of um strain on whatever the family or, or kids or, or, or me sometimes too. <laughs> but, uh, and then I guess if, when I do a job and I come, um, come home, because obviously when you're there and you're doing a job, you work like all the time and your head is just in that. But then when you come back, it's like, you have to kind of snap out of it. And uh, I don't know well, how, how to do it, but like, I usually, with all the time zones and all that stuff, um, 
for me, I try to schedule jobs, no, schedule calls, either on like work time when my when like having normal hours or like after the rest of or the kids are asleep or something, so I can be present with them. Um, also try to do stuff like I delete social media. Uh, I felt like that helped to be present. Um, and I reinstall it if I have to like use it and I keep it for a day or sometimes weeks and then I take it away again when I feel like it's like, uh, making me more distracted and not as present and stuff. But, but yeah, I mean, usually what you should do and like, you should always like have a day where you have like an off day after last shoot day. But obviously that's like, I never do that. Because then you can like reset, come back, and and uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's hard. How do you do it? Well, first of all, I don't have kids, so I am married. So I live with someone else, which that in itself, for me, from when I was single in my twenties, like I was working nonstop, like traveling yeah. everywhere, doing everything, and that was great. But my perspective towards work has completely changed now that I'm married. And like, I wasn't ever really in serious relationships when I was in my 20s either, because work was just like always coming first for me. And yeah. um, so when I met my wife now, yeah, everything changed completely. I mean, I uh, realized like, I just had to completely reevaluate not only just my work, but my entire life and like, you know, everything. So yeah. uh, I think now, you know, I've, I was telling you a little bit before earlier, I've taken the last four years to like really re-examine my relationship to filmmaking. And um, so I haven't been working a lot the last four years for a lot of those reasons. I've only done like, you know, enough jobs to like scrape by basically. And yeah. what that's looked like for me is just like, you know, sometimes I'll take like a day or two after the job in and stay in the actual location like if I'm shooting in Florida because I know I know if I come back off of like any commercial shoot I'm gonna be pretty tired for at least a couple days and yeah. uh, when I come back and I'm really tired I'm I'm just like a pretty horrible version of myself I'm just like like kind of like a Grinch I guess and I just want to <laughs> isolate and like be away from everybody and so yeah. I determined with my wife was like okay instead of bringing my you know, Grinch energy back here, like try and stay a day or two there and just decompress and have alone time so I can come back here and be present for her and not bring any of my like exhausted stuff with me. So that's been really helping. Also just like walking a lot, taking a lot of walks and like immediately getting back to the gym, like once I get home and just like releasing a lot of that energy is like so physical movements, like a huge one for yeah. me. And just like really taking care of myself. I mean, I, I think um, I'm grateful to have this time now to like think about this stuff, because I think if we have kids, which we're trying to, um, I think a lot of this stuff will like really help me out, because if I was to have had kids like a few years ago, <laughs> like it, it would have been a huge, probably an epic fail <laughs> on my part. Yeah, I could barely <laughs> even deal with myself, you know, so let alone another person. So again, that's why I'm always curious, like, how do, how do traveling filmmakers deal with kids, you know, and all that stuff? It's just, like, it's kind of mind-blowing to me. 
I mean, I think also one thing that helped me a little bit to come back because, you know, if, if I have a shoot, uh, last shoot day and, and I need to fly back the day after and there's two flights, there's one at like 7 in the morning and there's one at 9 p.m., I usually take the 7 in the morning one just to like, as a courtesy for my, my kids or whatever, like just to get back. Yeah. But like one thing that's helped me a little bit is try to <clears throat> just, just try to have a lot more fun mm. uh, when I work or like when you shoot because it's like it's pretty crazy. Like you're around all these amazing, talented people, and like you're. It, I think it should be, if you can make it fun, it becomes like less stressful and more of a burden, and 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 then it's. Um, I become I come back a, a little more refreshed, but I mean, if it's been a really tough job and like really stressful, that's maybe harder to achieve. But I just try to enjoy it a bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I relate to that. Which One can be really I, hard. Yeah. One thing I've been doing recently to make jobs more fun is I've been taking a lot more stills on shoots, just like with my own point and shoot. And like photos yeah. of just like crew members or actors or subjects or what I'm like always kind of finding my own um, connection to the project outside of whatever it is that I'm shooting, which is usually, you know, some type of commercial thing or whatever, but like actually connecting with people on set through like photography and has been a, has been a lot of fun for me. That's awesome. Yeah. What types of things do you... Uh, do you find like make the shoot process more fun? I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, you know, when I started or, or for many years, I, I because I often travel to these um, places all by myself. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, I, I, it's not like I can bring, uh, like the last jobs I did, I did the Chinese job, and then I did a German job, and then I did the British job. And for all of those jobs, I, I, I got to bring my DP, obviously. But then it's like <clears throat> people that I had never met before, mm -hmm. um, mostly. Um, and sometimes I haven't even met the DP either, but uh, and I guess sometimes you can maybe bring like a, I don't know, a uh, production designer or a producer that you know, that you've worked with before. But for me, making it more fun is, a little, I mean, getting to know these people and like, yeah, there's a lot of interesting, funny characters that you work with uh, and uh, trying just to kind of be a bit more open to everyone instead of just like, I'm coming here to execute this vision. Yeah. I mean, I think you can combine the two uh to a certain extent and then yeah i mean and then also like if you're standing at the top of a mountain and it's the sun is setting like trying to also acknowledge that like how cool it is you're standing there with cameras making shit and like maybe in a cool part of the world maybe not but it's 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 such a cool job that i think is um yeah worth um we're just trying to, I mean, it can be super stressful, don't get me wrong, but I'm just trying to be a bit more, yeah, open to all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, before we, uh, before we open it up to conversation and questions from other folks, I'm wondering if there are any, like, ways 
to think about finding more rhythm in the lifestyle as filmmaker, like whether things that you do or things you're thinking about, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I'm just like, I, I still haven't figured it out. I still find it the hardest thing with this job. I mean, sometimes I think, man, I should just become an editor or a teacher or something. But it's it's a little bit about like, you have to make a certain amount of money. Do you have to make like all the money in the world or can you get, get off by like having a little less and having more quality time with your your family or like do you need to have the biggest house or do you need to have all these things i mean because if if you have like a i guess you can design your life a little bit so you don't i don't know i am trying to design my life so i don't have to work all the time and that means like I don't know. I try. I try not to like overspend and like. I live a pretty simple life with, with the exception of like traveling with, with my family and stuff. Um, uh, but like, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't have to have the newest of everything and and um, um, and the most lavish lifestyle, I guess. But if you do, then I guess then you have to work all the time and you need to spend less time with your family. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Where do you feel like that, like principle of simplicity, let's call it, where do, where do you feel like that comes from for you? I think a little bit working in advertising because you realize that everything is just like, I don't know. It's so much about capitalism and uh, like buying a new whatever down jacket every year. And like, you have to have the one with this little goose on it or whatever but at the end of the day it's they're all kind of the same and like you're fine, probably fine if you have one black jacket and you work for three years or I, I don't know but it's like with advertising you realize how stupid all this stuff is it's especially like I guess I'm talking about like consumerism and um, so I think that was a healthy lesson from from them working in advertising that I don't know, a lot of people are buying into this idea of success or uh, I don't know. Did you always have that sort of perspective on advertising? No, I mean, I take it super serious. Like, and I will do my very best to like, I mean, make everyone happy uh, with my, myself included if, uh, if, I, if I can. But at the end of the day, I don't know. Do you have to have two brand new cars? Or I, I, yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> but if you want, that's that's fine. That's great. But if you actually want to, like, if the question is like, hey, how do I spend more time with my family while being a filmmaker? Maybe it can help to like get your expenses down. Yeah. Because then you have, then you can be more selective. Uh, and like, I mean, some people. For me, it works really well. Like. I need kind of a mental break between jobs and like, I, I cannot, I don't really operate well when I go from one thing to the next and like always like, um, like I need mental breaks constant, constantly. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't mean to suggest like you're not taking the the work seriously because that's obvious when you look at your work. But I, I think I find it refreshing when I hear talented filmmakers speak truth about advertising and can still do great work and like truly <laughs> understand it as a job that you can do a really, really great job and then go home and be, you know, healthy or a good partner or whatever. I think that's that's the conversation that I'm really really interesting yeah. just being honest about it you know this is it is what it is and that's fine but it doesn't have to be like a reflection of your soul you know like the the brands you're working <laughs> yeah and like i don't know i mean don't get me wrong but like I, I think advertising takes itself very seriously and like you know like there's a lot of like really cool people in advertising and like because that's kind of how it is but like at the end of the day I don't know, it's like selling uh, McDonald's or like whatever it might be. It's, at the end of the day, it's like, it's not that, uh, then I think it's like way cooler to make feature films or be a doctor or like a teacher or I don't know. Yeah. But it's really fun to, man, to make all these. I, I can work, I can do commercials for the rest of my life and be like so fulfilled because I find it so much fun. Um, but I think it's important to kind of like, not take it too seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really, really awesome perspective to hear. So thanks, Pear. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's it for today's podcast. Thanks again to Pear Hampus for sharing his story with us. You can check out Pear's work at Hampus, P-E-R-H-A-M-P-U-S dot com or on Instagram at instagram.com slash pairhampus. Additionally, if you're interested in diving deeper into this particular conversation, you can tune into the community Q&A that followed this podcast in the variable community. We also hold multiple events a week on topics that rest at the intersection of filmmaking and wellness, and we hope to connect with you further there. And that's it for episode six. Thanks for tuning in.